Welcome to the Front Court Sports Radio Hour. Welcome into Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley, joined with my co-host, Mr. Clayton Harris. Good afternoon, Clayton. Good afternoon, Drake. How's and it going? Everything's going nice and smooth. From Monday, we had a little rain, and we're joined also by Mr. Lou Maddox. What's happening, Lou? Doing good. Good to be here. And we're also joined with Mr. Chris Pointer. Good afternoon, Mr. Coach Coach Pointer. Now that I heard that. Wait a minute. Hold on. Now, I, I, they they referred to you as Coach, right? Coach, Mister. Just you go. You'll answer to any. What, of whichever one. Of you'll answer to any of that. Any I, of that. Yeah. I've seen you guys in the same spot multiple times, and I don't think y'all have ever met each other. Drake is a TWSAA basketball fan. I, I know exactly. You know, oh, you know, know, you know who maybe, is. maybe that's why he's being kind of cold to me. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel no, a not, not, feel not cold bit, at all. I feel a little shade being, uh, being cast this way. What, what's going on? <laughs> you just, just got it's the, it's, look, it's the first day of school, and you got to understand that my mind is in eight different places right now. <laughs> I, all right, especially when I, when I, you know, when Clayton sends me a message like, "Hey, what do you think about being on?" I'm like, "Ah, I'll make it work." All right, so what, what's your official title then? What's what? Uh, district Athletic Director and Supervisor of Nursing is my official title. Okay, so dist, District – it's hard to get out. District Athletic Director. Tell, what, what does that encompass? Tell me what, your, what that job is. A lot of stuff. So I am responsible for all middle school and high school athletics. I also kind of reel in elementary to an extent with our cross-country programs that we have. So I kind of organize that. Um, I'm just – I'm over making sure that procedures are done correctly – giving guidance and training to all athletic directors at the school level and also as well as all coaches. I'm responsible for all facilities, the facility maintenance, the upkeep, making sure that we meet our standards as it pertains to facilities themselves. Also, you know, coming up with ways to provide funding uh, uh, for, for coaches and presenting that to the board for their approval and leadership for their approval, making sure coaches and get paid and their stipends and all of that. So I have a an array of different things that I do. So I, so you're putting out fires everywhere. <clears throat> something goes, something happens yep. with coaching or, or whatever it is that that has to do with athletic events within the school system here in Murray County. You're kind of yeah. Anything, something goes wrong, they kind of come come chirping to you. So anything, right? so anything with athletics, you know, downtown related, you know, athletics. I kind of try to set the tone for that. Uh, and try to give guidance to that and then just provide a level of support. So what we do downtown is we're really service, man. We're you know, servant leaders. We serve. We try to create as many opportunities as possible with students in mind first and then, you know, coaches and teachers or whomever are involved second. And they're a close second, but making sure that our student athletes, when we think about what we're doing, how we're doing it with them in mind, and then just trying to elevate what we do here in Murray County from an athletic standpoint. And speaking of elevating, a lot of the schools in the county are getting makeovers at their facil- athletic facilities. You want to talk about that? Because that's something that's yeah. been going on since, what, the spring? Yeah, so Murray County Public School, our, our leadership, our school board and leadership downtown, so I've, I've kind of framed, coined kind of this phrase for the year, which is all in. 
uh, I've still kind of have my tagline of ignite greatness, which is really just, you know, in order to ignite something, you got to set it aflame and, and you got to kind of just engulf it. Right. And then just create greatness from there and add to it and add to, keep it, the flame to keep going, the flame right? going. Keep it. Okay. And so in order to do that, you got to be all in. And so the last three years, our school board, our leadership has been all in. So in the last three years, our school board in capital funding has given uh, five well, five million dollars in capital in the last three years. So year one was five hundred thousand. Last year was two million. This year was two point five, and that was to bring all of our facilities up to a level of standard. We have a standards that that has been board approved, and we've done that now across our district with these standards. And so, you can go across the county at any school basically and see the improvements in the works that's being done. We're also doing facility maintenance well, work on our fields, et cetera. So we're doing a lot inside and outside of our buildings. Well, I, I you know, I could tell the uh, Hampshire Unit School Basketball Gym, that's, yep. that's one. Kelly Oak is going to have a new paint, floor you're running on. New paint. I've noticed a lot of uh, going around Murray County and, and calling basketball in all middle schools and high schools. You notice when – um, new seats, new stands are pulled in. Yep. New new paint schemes are put in. The floors the floors are sanded and completely. Uh, well, I call it shellac, but I guess it's polyurethane. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. They, well, they, and it just you know it brightens up the gym. It makes it a more pleasant experience for fans. LED lights. There you go. And, and lighting is a big, is, yep. is a so, big so, issue. So the big thought process behind that is is that athletics are your front porch. Any. Any any extracurricular activity that takes place at a school is the front porch. So we like today was the first day of school, and let's just say somebody from California. We got a lot of people coming from California right now. Decides, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly in. I'm gonna just see what's going on. Well, you just can't walk in schools like the security is right. tight, or That's just go around to schools and just look in. Nor should you be able to, right? Or <laughs> or just if it, even if it's in the afternoon, late after school's closed, you just can't get in them. But our facilities, our outside facilities specifically, you can kind of drive around and look at them. And a lot of what I what our facilities look like tells a lot about what's happening on the inside and the type of pride that we take in our schools. And so, again, our school board, our leadership downtown has, has said that we want our front porch, our curb appeal to be the epitome of any county surrounding us. And we want coaches. We want you know, we want players, we want parents, we want the entire community to understand how important it is to make sure that you have a quality place to play and a quality experience. Well, you know, I graduated from Columbia Central High, and so did Lou, right? You, yep, just a couple months ago. And I was, too. I graduated. Okay, and you all know, and, and we know, and Lou, Lou, now how long ago did you graduate? 2000. Okay, so it was it was it was been a minute, and not before the remodel on on CHS, right? They, no, no. Okay, well, I didn't either. But down now to pull up to that school, compared to when we were going to school, now Luke just graduated from it, and just like you said, looking at the looking at the school from the outside now, it's you know it looks nice. like it looks like the Capitol. The, yeah. You know, the, I mean it's it's a grand building to to look on and be proud to go to school there. And not to say I wasn't proud to go to Columbia Central High School before. It just had never gotten that since it had been built. It had never gotten that update that it always sure. needed inside and out. And 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 if you if you go to a lot of different schools, especially schools to the north, and, and even if you look at Rutherford, and you look at their facilities. In comparison, I mean, that's where our kids are going to compete against. And, you know, again, like I said, 
we got a school board that went all in. We got, you know, leadership that went all in when it came to not only just even with the facilities, but also expanding athletic programs and coaching opportunities within the district and providing additional assistance and providing uh, changing our tier model of how we compensate and pay coaches and all of those different types of things that we're doing across the district. And so from an athletic standpoint, I mean, the, the this engine that is moving of igniting greatness and, and being all in is there. And now, you know, we have a place by which we can build upon. And this level of accountability is there now, you know, for everybody who's involved with these athletic programs. And I told we had a professional development on Thursday. And, you know, I, I shared a quote from um, the head basketball coach for the Phoenix Suns. And he had a quote about accountability. And what he said was accountability is not calling you out accountability is calling you up and calling you up means that I truly believe that you have more to give, that you can do more and step up and step up right? versus what, what is being done thus far. Be part of the solution, not the problem. Exactly. So, so when you go back, if you go back five years ago, like 2017, we had a, which was my first introduction to Murray County public schools in this capacity. We had a, uh, a meeting. It was my introduction to all the coaches And we did what we call a SWOT analysis. And in our SWOT analysis, we broke down our strengths, our weaknesses, our opportunities, our threats. We talked about issues and challenges that were going on in each athletic program. And I just wanted to kind of listen from coaches and athletic directors on what challenges they were facing. And a lot of the things that we have been able to get to this point, which has been birthed at this point, has all come out of that 2017 meeting. And so we still got a lot to accomplish and achieve but a lot of those things that coaches were expressing, athletic directors were expressing, uh, we've been able to work collectively together and, and achieve those. And, and the credit is given to all the coaches who work hard on the ground, ADs, and again, of course, our school board and leadership downtown believing in believing in that vision to try to make, you know, Murray County Public Schools athletics a, a pivotal part of the education system that takes place here. And it's a constant. It's like. Uh, Clayton, our favorite coach, college coach, it's a constant coach saving. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a constant process. The process. Right? I mean, it's, it's a process of of accountability and, and 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 letting everybody know that they have a have a a role to play or a job within that system to keep, like you said, to keep the fire burning and keep moving forward. So yeah, like I used a quote from Nick Saban too. Actually, it was, and his quote was about greatness. And uh, basically, in his quote about greatness, it says, it is what it is. It takes what it takes. And and you can't get no cutting and dry from that. <laughs> no, absolutely. Right? You can't cut corners. That's you can't straight from it. Is a and you got to do whatever it takes to be great. It takes what it takes. It is what it is. And there's no, there's there's no, no deviating there's really from, no gray area. There's no gray. And you got to give everything. You have to be all in in order to achieve that. And I think that message is kind of resonating across the district, is resonating top down from leadership and is and it's resonating bottom up. And so we're just trying to get to a place where people are proud, people are excited to come out um, and just be a part of, you know, these young people's lives and these experiences because it's it's, it's really about community. Uh, athletics helps build community in ways that I don't think people really imagine or people really think about until it's gone, right? And what I mean by it's gone, like my kids have graduated Oh, I'm not going to a Friday night football game or, oh, I'm not getting up to a Tuesday night baseball game or, oh, you know, these things that you were hustling and bustling and rushing to get to and you didn't really realize 
what it meant from a community standpoint. You know, the greatest – this year – the greatest sports environment that we had this year was at Santa Fe with that run, the run that they made in basketball. This oh, year. they had a terrific Substack game. Substack. They had a oh, terrific and they lose at the and best lose, team I've ever seen. Hey, right, Santa and then lose at the last second shot at the end of the game. Just heartbreaking. And but the but the energy in that because you know Santa Fe's gym is built on like pillars, like it's up in the ground. So if you sit in certain places in the gym, you could feel it bounce, and it was rocking. The entire night from beginning to end. And that's special. Those kids will never forget that as long as they live. They will tell that story to their grandkids. And their community will never forget. And their forget. community will never forget. Just like the uh, the Columbia Lions. The, the 2010 team. There you go. Yep. I mean, the, that, that team is still talked about, and it's still celebrated to this day. Frequently. And, absolutely. Yeah. And, and we'll probably go to the grave with a lot of us. Uh, on, on how special that was. Now, let me ask you this. I'm an official. Mm-hmm. I'm a T-Loves AA official. Mm-hmm. haven't been for 30 years. Mm-hmm. We're having a tough time getting officials. Yep. We're having a tough time. We, 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 we're losing to just people getting older like myself and younger, getting younger folks involved in officiating. Yep. And, you know, one of the, one of the kicks on officiating is – our fans and, and our, you know, and, and how fans uh, talk, treat, yeah. react to officiating. What's your what's your what's your opinion? Do you, do you have an opinion on that? What what is your opinion on on why things are like they are? I mean, or, or why we're having a tough time <clears throat> getting so, new officials in? I don't know. I mean, you, you know, I approach the. Well, let me just take it from a player's perspective. So um, I played baseball my entire life, coming all the way through, all in the college, et cetera, on, on from there. And and for me, like a, a, an umpire, right, or an official doesn't necessarily at the end of the day dictate a game. Like they don't make or break a game. Now, can something be called that appears at a time? A crucial to, point. A crucial point. Those things happen because you're, you're talking about human tendencies. People make mistakes. Um, but my, I was never allowed in my house, right, to deviate from the focus of the game. And so because of that, I didn't have a whole lot of conversation with umpires or officials. Like, I didn't say much to them at all. You know, I might kind of give a glance if it was a pitch that I thought was questionable. But I, because because I was just taught in my house from my father, like – what, how you're supposed to act and operate around officials and the level of respect that you're supposed to give them. So, um, but I do kind of, I do kind of think, you know, when it comes to the fans, the way that the game has evolved, we've allowed the fan experience to trickle into the playing game experience. And because of that, I think it has allowed fans to get way more comfortable than they should in a game and think it's okay. I got you. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Hold your thought. We're going to come back with Chris Pointer here in just a second. And we're going to talk uh, with Thorne and Mount Pleasant Jr. Junior High football this Thursday. It's here. We're excited. I can smell it.
all the time. I listen all day, every day. I don't know. I'm just addicted to it. Have you seen this? Men compete in women's sports. Democrats place them on a pedestal. They steal medals from our girls. Thousands in scholarship money. Meanwhile, Democrats ban AR-15s rather than men from women's sports. Representative Scott Zapicki has had enough. He knows what's right. He sponsored the bill banning men from girls' sports. He helped pass constitutional carry in Tennessee. Zapicki, what's right for Tennessee? Paid for by the committee to elect Scott Zapicki, Ken MacArthur Treasurer. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. 
Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Hello, I'm Sheila Butt, your former state representative for eight years and now asking for your vote to be the next mayor of Murray County. While in the State House, I passed great legislation for Murray County that helped us to stay strong, open, prosperous, and free. I am totally prepared to address the challenges of exponential growth, keeping our communities safe, strengthening our schools, and keeping taxes low. Your vote matters. I hope you will stand with me to keep Murray County the best place to live, work, and raise our families in Tennessee. Paid for by the committee elect Sheila Butt, Jacob Love Treasurer. This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hello, my name is Sammy Patterson, and I'm asking for your vote for Circuit Court Judge. I have 22 years of experience working in criminal, civil, family, and estate law. I have lived in Murray County almost 50 years. As judge, I will treat you with respect, fairness, kindness, and dignity, regardless of who you are or where you come from. Vote Patterson for the people. I am Sammy Patterson, and I approve this message. Three, two, one. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. t Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. I'm Drake Colley, and you are listening to Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We are joined this hour by Mr. Clayton the Claw Harris. The I'm gonna, Claw. You know, the Claw. You know, did you ever, like in Toy Story, the, uh, yeah, the Claw. That's what, that was kind of the villain thing. <laughs> I, I like nicknames for people. Well, so. the, the, I, I, I got a recent one, a, a new one recently. What was that? The Blacksmith, because I have so many irons in the fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that, that, you know, I, I give credit to Coach John Moore for that. There you one. go. You might have to so. work that into our fantasy league. There uh, you go. There you go. Our, my other, my other like right hand man is Mr. Lou Maddox. Lou, how you doing this afternoon? Doing great. And we're fortunate to have with us this afternoon, Mr. Chris Pointer. And Chris, the coach Pointer, uh, <laughs> handles all of our district area athletic anything. Right? I mean, you're pretty much the go-to guy. If something. Something comes a foul, or you say needs fixing, or needs to be addressed. You're the guy that goes and puts a fire out. We might call you the fireman. You know, you know the fireman. Yeah, puts a fire out. I, I like to. I, you you do. You know, 
with the job does come fire. You have to put some fires out, but I do like to try to uh, really try to help and assist. Right, more right. So than putting out fires, but yeah, if it calls for it to be put out, I will. Put whatever, it out. Whatever, whatever it takes. takes. Just all like, in, just like say, all in. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, now, you now, go. now, we were talking about facility upgrades before the break. Now, I'm not saying we've upgraded, but you know, we're we've had Central High School football and athletics on this station for this is going to be our 76th year, starting in a couple of weeks, which, which is unreal. That's all. That's longer than I've been alive. Now, think about this: they now have a 500 plus win baseball coach, Mark Pickle, who's been there for you know 30 years nearly. Uh, you have a Hall of Fame football coach and Bobby Sharp, uh, two hundred and almost three hundred wins in football. We got to get that guy on here. Good. He's going to come on. Okay. I thought, yeah. Okay. All right, Coach Sharp, you're you're queued up. And now, and and this is what I wanted to talk to Chris about. Now we have a new basketball coach who has nearly six hundred wins from Science Hill, Ken Cutlip. Tell us about him. Oh uh, man, I can't I can't really say enough about him. He um, you know, when you when you hear about a coach like a Ken Cutlip having interest in your community, you know, you kind of you kind of sit back and say, you know, you know, what's going on? What's what's happening? You know, you know, um here it is, you got a coach that's got nearly 600 wins and only, you know, f- you know, 50 losses in, in his career. I mean, <laughs> what? it's it's insane. Like, so, so what's Science Hill? That that, that name rings. I, John, I know. Science Hill is a is is well known for basketball and a lot of other different things. Steve Spurrier. So yeah, it's, it was one of the. I went to school there. If not, it was like the largest high school in the state for years. If it's still not the largest high school in the state, um, and you know he was at the helm of that ship, coaching basketball. He's originally from He's originally from Johnson City. His wife is from there. He got his first coaching gig, I think, down in Florida. From Florida, he got an opportunity at Mount Juliet, and then he got an opportunity to go back home, and has been there for 18 years. And he's just his entire family dynamic. He's an outstanding individual. His, his truly his passion is coaching. You know, one of the things that he talks about is all doing the things the right way. He's about doing it the right way. Uh, and I remember him talking about. You know, he said there there's there are levels to student athletes, and you can get those levels out of those student athletes. That just takes time, and you just got to continue to dial up. He said, "If they think they're working hard now, they haven't seen working hard yet." And I guarantee you, I get it out of. <laughs> and 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 you and you love you love hearing stuff like that. And his passion, his knowledge of the game, and you can't as a when you're able to secure a coach like that. When you look at his track record, you know that doesn't come. That's not a fluke. You know what I mean? Like what he's been able to do is not a fluke. He knows the game. He's knowledgeable of the game. He's capable of. Uh, of leading a basketball program and for him to take interest in Columbia Central High School and what Columbia Central High School has to offer uh, is amazing. And, you know, we're excited to have him in Murray County. Uh, I know Central High School is excited. Dr. Steele, um, that's his hire. Um, Dr. Steele's hire. That's, that's, that's a big feather. That's a big feather in his cap right Central off the bat. Is, 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 that's his hire. And, and Dr. Steele is a big proponent of athletics, understands the importance of athletics and the value that it brings to a to a campus and, and what it does for a student athlete and the culture of the school. But, I mean, I can't – I mean, all you got to do is Google – Ken Cutlip and look at his record and it will blow your mind. Well, the, and he took over for he took over after legendary coach George Pitts, who was at Science Hill for so many years, had 
a lot of great teams in the nineties. He just stepped. He in went to Brent. He went to Brentwood Academy. Won four straight state championships. Had Brandon Wright. Okay, and those yeah. guys. Yeah, I officiated. Uh, so I officiated Brandon. I, Wright. There's probably some similarities in each of their programs. Uh, and and it's, you know, it's and, exciting. And and Cutler picked up with that team and didn't miss a beat. I mean, you know, that legendary coach leaves and Coach Cutler steps in and doesn't miss a beat. And that's hard to do. That's I mean, very, you know, because your expectations. Are so high from your fan base, and they're thinking, okay, usually just, that next we guy's, just lost yeah. a legend, yeah, you know. And you look at it. I mean, I think he had only one five hundred win season. Everything. I mean, it was he was like seventeen and seventeen or something. One that was, season that was probably his maybe his worst. His well, his worst there. Yeah, I mean, one time. Everything else was like four or five losses and below. Well, you know, there's always been a line of thought that the Columbia Central High School ba- men's basketball coaching job, maybe besides the University of Tennessee, maybe besides the, the <laughs> Vanderbilt, Mid- yeah. Vanderbilt, and maybe Memphis State at that time, or Correct. Memphis, uh, University of Memphis, those three, the next best high school men's basketball co- or next best men's basketball coaching job was Columbia Central High School. You know, they've had Lake Kelly that uh, for – for a few years, it came from from the college ranks, Austin P. Austin P. and yep. came down to Columbia Central to coach. So, um, you know, we've got some real talent around here. If we can get the kids out and playing and on the court, and that starts in our that starts in our recreation department here in Columbia. What what are your what's your connection with them? Do you have do you have much of a connection with our any of our rec departments and? Uh, by I mean, by virtue of the job, I'm connected to all rec programs or athletic programs that are outside of the school system. So, you know, baseball programs in Little League and Milltown and softball programs in Little League and in and, and, and Columbia Girls Fast Pitch. And then, of course, uh, you got rec basketball, you know, CA has a program. The football program, so I'm I'm heavily involved in all of them. One one of our our thought processes has been of how do we take or intertwine the rec side of things and intertwine it into our elementary, early, middle school programs and work closely closer together in what we do from a development standpoint and allow a a better vertical alignment and pipeline into our schools because the the key is is the pipeline piece P- part of you know. Talent, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, ebbs and flows from year to year. But the IQ and the understanding and the knowledge of, of the game should never vary. It always should be at a high level. And so one of, and so that, that is the difference in ball games oftentimes is the IQ and the knowledge and the understanding and the development of the game. Now you're going to run into a team that is just quite frankly a powerhouse in some way. And you're just not, you're just going to take some bumps and some bruises. But if you always, year after year, are able to put together quality teams across the district who are competitive and who in the trenches can't compete, at the end of the day, that's really all you can ask for. And what we're trying to do is make sure that we leave no stone unturned when it comes to ensuring that our athletes are developed and readily and ready prepared for any school that they decide to attend, whether it be Central, whether it be Mount Pleasant, whether it be Spring Hill, Santa Fe, Cullioca, or Hampshire, that we've created that pipeline for that level of development and, into those programs. And, and that all children uh, within, within the county or the cities or wherever they might live have an opportunity to part- participate in sports. Absolutely. And from, you know, from a very young age. Now, when I would, when I, we, 
in our officials association, we'd travel down to Wayne County, let's say, and we would be at Wayne County. And as soon as halftime of the girls game came along, here come parading out would be, oh, five, four and five year old little girls and boys. And they would play a little mini basketball game at halftime in front of a packed gym. And I just thought, well, you know, how exciting for these kids to be out there running up and down. I mean, it doesn't it, it doesn't mean a lot score wise, but it's fun for the fans to watch and the kids get the kids really get a charge out of it. And, and you know previous, what? That, yeah. that plants a seed. I think that plants a seed somewhere in the back of their mind that hey, this is what I'm going to. Yeah, this is I what one do. day I'm going to yeah. be. And then they're in the stands watching the high school kids play and the cheerleaders and so forth. And you're talking about that. That's kind of pipeline I'm talking about. Getting them involved early on and the community gets behind all that. And I think the more that we can get the kids doing something uh, after school like sports, you know how sports are so important. And we've got to get them involved in the extracurricular sporting activities after school so they're not don't have too much time on their hands and don't get involved in the wrong things. And the more, and the more opportunities we create for them, the – you know, the the less likely they are to get involved in something else, and the 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 more that they're able to be vested into their programs. When you, I don't know if you've ever been or ever seen, I mean, and you may have seen it, and Clayton may have seen it. Just when we do cross country meets with our elementary schools, mm-hmm. it is, I mean, it's <laughs> thousands of people show up to these cross country meets for elementary school kids, and you can't even see them. Seventy percent of the time, running. You know, they take off running. They're running a, you know, they're running a mile. You can't see them. You're just sitting back, waiting, hanging out, and then hoping they get, show back hoping up. They show, I mean, that they didn't pass out or something when they're running a mile. <laughs> and the parents are there just cheering them on. But the thing, the beauty behind it is, is the 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 people that show up from their schools to support them, their teachers, the principal, they're wearing their school colors, and they're connected to the school in that way, which I think is extremely. Powerful uh, and that, again a representing. sense of representing and again a sense of community and now this young uh, young child boy or girl is now connected to the school in a different way and a different sense of pride because they're they're running for their school and they have this different level of pride and athletics uh, allows a student to be able to do that. I mean, I, I I remember playing little league football and that's absolutely true i mean i I thought the ultimate goal was to play for central i could not wait to get to high school and play high school football yeah yeah lindsey nelson stadium on friday nights is very very special it's still just being there listening to the band and we're going to be doing the jamboree we are we're going to be doing the jamboree a week from friday on august the 12th Maybe maybe we can get coach pointer up there in the box and have him give us his uh well, it's going to be special. It's going to be special because it'll mark the first time that the varsity programs of Columbia Central and Columbia Academy play each other. Ha ha! There you go. I can't stand that I'm gone for that. <laughs> hey, let's get into Whitthorn. Let's get into Whitthorn well, Mount Pleasant. Whitthorn Mount Pleasant. We kick off Friday, Thursday, or th- Thursday. Excuse me. Uh, at at Mount Pleasant, right? Yeah, yeah. So the game uh, will be at Mount Pleasant. I think kickoff is at six six thirty, six o'clock kickoff. Mount Pleasant, and and actually, I mean, the game is. Is important from the standpoint it'll be the only game going on at that time, but it's part of a bigger picture 
which is the the county championship that has now been developed with all the football programs within the county. So we've had football programs that have been in other conferences, and this year we decided to put everybody in one conference. That makes sense. That's fantastic. And and CA now has been included into that conversation. So CA is also part of this conference championship. And in speaking with TSSAA, which I did not know this until I had a conversation with them, they allow you to play some sort of tournament setting, which also allows you to get two extra games. So what we've done is – We've created a BCS national football type setup. So depending on your standings in conference play will determine your seating. And the top four teams will kick off our BCS, if you will, in middle school and uh, well, how many, for a county how many, championship. What's the count right now? How many how many middle schools are there? With Yeah, ba- Battle Creek, Spring Hill. Spring Hill Middle. Mount Pleasant, Whitthorn, Cox. CA yeah, so it's six six programs and, and think about all the travel that saves absolutely for these parents and and the gates exactly I mean, you, exactly you, know, you make a little bit more money rather than playing Mount Juliet or Murfreesboro Central or, or whatever the or deal Dixon is. or yeah whoever yeah. I mean so yeah I mean all of the athletic programs are solid you know as far as football and and one of the things that that. I saw when we first had this initial meeting to determine that we was going to go there, you could see the competitive juices flowing in every coach. So now, I mean, the stakes have been risen. You know, it's not – I can't hide in my conference anymore and finish third or fourth and, you know, I just finished right. third or fourth and nobody really cares about it. Now it's on full display every week where you fall in your standings and how you compare to the other teams in the county and what are you doing in the offseason is going to determine how you're going to play during the season. And, you know, everybody wants to be the best. Everybody wants to win it. Everybody I mean, wants know, to you be the You want to be the king of the hill, right? I mean, I mean, you definitely want to win the first one. So, I, you know, coaches have been putting in that the effort necessary. They've all worked hard, but I can just tell there's a little bit of extra A little emphasis. edge, a little bit more of an edge. Yeah, put on. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's what we want. And I think that's, that's going to just benefit our high school programs at the end of the day. Because we've taken this step to really dial up and really put an emphasis on the level of competition that you see in our football programs. And it starts this Thursday with Whitthorn and Mount Pleasant. This Thursday at Mount Pleasant, Whitthorn versus Mount Pleasant. Be there, folks. Go out there, enjoy the game, support your local communities. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Like what you hear? Now. Get ready for this. We tune in. Here we go. Hi, it's Kurt Winstead one more time, the conservative running for Congress. When I was serving in Iraq, I was touring a hospital and a little boy came up and grabbed the American flag on my uniform. He didn't speak English, but the interpreter told me the boy felt that flag symbolized hope and something called freedom. Well, so do I. That's why I was over there, to ensure that my kids and your kids will always have the freedoms we enjoy. I went from small-town Tennessee farm boy to brigadier general. I served my country proudly, and if that isn't conservative, I guess this old general just doesn't know what is. I'd sure appreciate your vote. I'm retired brigadier general Kurt Winstead, candidate for U.S. Congress. I approve this message, paid for by Kurt Winstead for Congress.
I'm with Charlie. You know, Charlie Norman. I'm with Charlie. I'm with Charlie. Charlie Norman for Murray County Mayor. I'm with Charlie. You know, Charlie Norman. I'm with Charlie. Charlie Norman for Murray County Mayor. Charlie Norman, the only candidate with hands-on experience in county government. I'm Charlie Norman. I have proven Murray County experience, having served from 2014 to 2018 as your county mayor. I'm ready to address the needs of Murray County as we are one of the fastest growing counties in the state. I would appreciate your vote. Paid for by the committee to elect Charlie Norman, Lyndall B. Fox, Treasurer. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Terrence here at Shepherd Lumberyard, where we value you, the customer. We've been serving Columbia and surrounding areas since 1946. We're located in our new location at 103 Cemetery Avenue. Anything that has to do with building or remodeling, we're here to assist. When you shop local, you help shape the community. We are locally owned, family owned, and veteran owned. And by the way, God is in charge. You can reach us at 931-388-3612. And our website is shepherdlumberyard at yahoo.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice.
Record high gas prices, inflation at a 40-year high. Americans are needlessly suffering from policies in Washington. Tennesseans don't need more political talk. We need financial relief. We need Jason Gillum. I'm Jason Gillum, candidate for State Representative District 64, Murray County. Our state has a $2 billion surplus. With that surplus, aren't Tennesseans owed permanent sales tax relief? We can afford it, and in Biden's economy, you deserve it. On August 4th, vote Jason Gillum and tax relief. Together, we can do better. Paid for by Jason Gillum for State Representative, Don Gillum Treasurer. Woo, it's a scorcher out there, but we've got tips that'll keep you chilling this August. Tip number one, keep your AC in peak condition. Tip number two, drink lots of fluids. Tip number three, go for refreshing top prizes up to a cool million by playing all new August Insta games from the Tennessee Lottery. All of these exhilarating games can lead to cold, hard cash. So head to the shade of your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and enjoy some game-changing fun today. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Please play responsibly. From scholarship and grant programs to providing students with the qualifications and certifications they need to start their professional careers, the Tennessee Lottery has awarded more than $6.5 billion in funding to education programs, and we're proud to play our part. See for yourself how all of the fun of the Tennessee Lottery goes to supporting someone's future and a brighter tomorrow at TNLottery.com. I love to listen while I work. Listen to it at work. At work. All day. I love it. Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley. Joined Mr. Lou Maddox and Mr. Clayton Harris. And also we have a special guest today, uh, Mr. Chris Pointer, the coach. Coach Chris Pointer. He goes by many names, but he handles our district area, high school, middle school, anything school-related sports-wise. Chris is the main man that uh, kind of the liaison to the school board for sports. Who is that? Would you? Yeah, you could kind of say that. I mean, I, you know, I, I present to the board on behalf of the athletic department, which I also fall under operations, which falls under uh, Eric Perriman, who is the uh, assistant superintendent of operations. Okay. So I report directly to him, and uh, you know, we we kind of I talk to him frequently about all things athletics, and then you know, when we have a place where we're trying to present or have a discussion or talk about certain things and I present it to the board if we're trying to get something approved or how we go about doing that. And if somebody somebody wants to pay a compliment about local school athletics or sports or if they have a problem they call the school board then they more than likely are going to give you 
give you a shout out and yeah yeah most of the time if somebody has anything to say regarding athletics at a higher level not at the school level oftentimes they call downtown to central office and uh if it needs to come to me and not be at the school level i'll handle it but oftentimes when they have a question about something i'll just tell them hey have you started at the school level first right give them an opportunity to address it and handle it how they see how they see fit and what's in the best interest of everyone before it kind of escalates to me. And that's just kind of typical procedure that we kind of do. You know, Drake, before we uh, go off the air today, I know you mentioned you wanted to cover a couple of national news regarding sports. But before we do that, I want to ask uh, Chris Pointer one question before we, we move on to that. Okay. What is your expectations for our high school teams this year in Murray County? Hmm. Um, really to strive for excellence and greatness and be all in. Just give it everything you got every single solitary day. Uh, and be committed to your craft, be committed to to that level of excellence, and, you know, be committed to the process that it takes to win. I'm not saying that you're going to win every game or looking at the win-loss column, but just take pride in it and be committed to that level of greatness and excellence to be the very best that you can possibly be. And then when you get to that place, see if you got a little extra left in you. And that's basically about it. There was a judge uh, in Columbia, and he's still around, co- uh, Jim Hamilton, and he used to tell his sons, who were friends of mine, he said, remember three things, who you are, where you came from, and who you represent. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it, just as, as humans and, and even as even as kids on teams, if mm-hmm. they can remember who they are, where they come from, where they came from, and who they represent, and be professional in what you're doing uh, and how you handle yourself, I said, well, and and Fans, coaches, everybody involved in sports. I think that would be, including officials, <laughs> I think that would be uh, a big step forward, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, sports is, in my opinion, one of the greatest incubators of life. It teaches you so many life lessons that you can draw from uh, when you go into your work environment, when you go into college, when you're just dealing with your regular dealings in life. You can pull from those things that happen in sports. And a great coach can do that. I, I, I'm a big, I'm a big reader and I, I read a lot of quotes and I, and I read somewhere about, it says that teaching puts it in you, coaching pulls it out of you. Um, and I thought that was a powerful quote for, so if you're a great coach and a great teacher, you're pouring in and you're also pulling out that greatness that's in that, that young man and that young woman. And having life experiences being taught to these young people through the game of sports, I think it's just a powerful tool that we you can't get enough enough of and you can't use enough to really help, you know, prepare our young people to be, you know, positive and respective citizens in our community, uh productive citizens at that, uh and, and learning those 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 initial steps of life through through the game of sport. Well, Chris, we just can't thank you enough for coming in today. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a few other things and before this show ends up, but we appreciate what you do, and we're going to be keeping an eye on local sports and local sure high will. school sports. Sure you will. It's going to be an exciting year in Murray County. It is. And remember, folks, we're kicking it off this Thursday night in Mount Pleasant with Thorne Junior High uh, or Middle School is going up against the Tigers of, of Mount Pleasant. So if you've got a few hours to spend and want to go out, 
Go catch the game Thursday night. The Battle of the Tigers. The Battle of the Tigers. And I can assure you that a Tiger will win. There you go. Absolutely. Thank you, Chris. Can't go wrong if you pick the Tigers. And you come back to see us anytime. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Okay. Uh, News of the day, folks. We've got Deshaun Watson. It came out today. The new new quarterback. The new quarterback in Cleveland has been from his – I don't know what you call it, but his, has he been suspended? His, yes, yes. His escapades, his sexcapades, escapades. I don't know. What, <laughs> I guess you could call. I it I don't that, know yeah. what. The, uh, how the, many? How many? How many claims? I, I, I think he had twenty. Twenty three. Twenty three to twenty six. Twenty six is what. Well, I, he settled with twenty three of them. So right, it's three and, left. And he still that he hasn't. The, the initial woman that started it all. He's not settled with her, believe it or not. I don't know why that is, whether she's holding out for more. I'm not sure what the deal is. But Sean was suspended six games. Um, had, they had a judge, so I think her name was Sue Robinson, and she was kind of a mediator and uh, within this, with this, and she kind of looked at all the evidence, and um, she I mean, recommended Seems a little light, games. huh? Six. She recommended six games. I mean, seems a little light. Lou, you just said earlier. I talked. Yeah, I talked. To, I said to Drake before we started the show. I think he, I keep thinking about Calvin Ridley, who missed this entire past year because for opening on, up opening up DraftKings one time. He opened up DraftKings one time, bet fifteen hundred bucks on some, and lost what eighteen million this past season because of it. And so, he's, and now Deshaun Watson is going to be playing in October. I mean, you look what the major, what Major League Baseball did to Pete Rose. Uh, the, I think these professional sports leagues look at gambling uh, by players as a big no-no. Well, e- e- even worse than what Deshaun. Although twenty six yeah, women, that's, that, that's 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 almost like a serial offense well, in six games. And so he'll be back. He'll be back in action. I want to say. October, October, October twenty yeah. third, I think something like that. I mean, which why would the I don't understand why the Browns would. I mean, I I, I don't get. It. I mean, Baker Mayfield It was a rash decision. It was. I, 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 Jimmy, 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 Jimmy Haslam. Yeah, I, I'm just you know, yeah, kind of screwed uh, a lot of things up around the league. Well, you had, I mean, you had, you had Darnold, uh, who was kind of considered the starter in Carolina, and now that's. Shaken up, and he's still outperforming Baker. So I don't know what's going on with him. Well, but. I think after after this deal in Houston, I think Houston was definitely done with Deshaun Watson, and the whole community probably was. So he had, I mean, they had to ship him someplace. Plus, he, plus he had a huge, gigantic contract that they had to figure out what Houston didn't want to pay it. You know, I mean, I mean the the game of football though has not been kind to the Haslam's over the past month. You had Deshaun Watson's deal. You had the University of Tennessee with eighteen level one violations. It's just not good. No, it's not good. But, hey, the Browns – and also coming out of this, the Browns have to schedule all the massages now for <laughs> moving forward for Deshaun Watson. They're going to have to be Get supervised. ready for a 300-pound bald dude coming in there. <laughs> you know, all sweaty to, to rub you down. I doubt they're going to be sending in anybody that uh, – hmm. Yeah, no, I, no, I, thought no about, I thought about the same thing. Don't be, no happy ending, Sean. No. I'm just telling you. You know what I mean, <laughs> <There's no way. laughs> but that's coming along now. Oh uh, the 
sports, the the sport of basketball and the sports world in general lost a tremendous, tremendous uh, individual this past weekend. And Mr. Bill Russell, the 6'10". Uh, Legend. Legendary Bill Russell. 11-time champion. He played 13 seasons. Guess how, many, guess how many championship rings he put on. He Can't even count them on your fingers. 11, 11. And was a player coach yes. as well. He averaged 15 points a game for a career 22 rebounds a game. Staple. And yep. Four assists. That's unbelievable. We'll miss you, Bill. Hey, we'll see you all Thursday, 4 o'clock, Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Be there or be square.